You're listening to a podcast from BJSM. BJSM is committed to implementation and better care of, of patients. And so as part of that, this podcast is directed to parents. And we're speaking to you because you're concerned that your child may have had a concussion and you want to know how to deal with it. My guest is Professor Paul McCrory. He's world-renowned in concussion management and he was leading a group who discussed issues related to concussion at an international consensus meeting, really a summit, that was held in Zurich in 2012. Paul, I'm a parent. I'm worried that my child under the age of 10 has had concussion and I just want to know that I'm getting the world's best guidance. So what should I do and how do I know if I'm being well cared for, if, if my child's getting very good care? I think there are only a couple of points that need emphasising. Firstly, that as part of the consensus process, we've produced a tool that can be used by parents, coaches, umpires, community members, uh, without any medical background, whatever, to make or to suspect a diagnosis of concussion. That's called a concussion recognition tool, and it's available on the website. So they should make sure that if they're not at that sporting event, that there are people such as the coach or first aider who are familiar with this tool and able to use it. What this means is that if a kid has a concussion or has any symptoms suggestive of a concussion, then they're removed from play in the first instance and sent to a doctor for a, f- a proper medical assessment. That's all that needs to be done. So emphasising that somebody needs to have the basis to make that diagnosis or suspect the diagnosis with a concussion uh, recognition tool and then taking the player out of play for a medical assessment. And just to be a devil's advocate for a minute, in countries where it's not easy to access a doctor or one doesn't have the resources to access a doctor, um, what do you suggest? That's a very practically difficult situation. Um, if there are other healthcare professionals who might have a role there, they can be utilised as well. If um, it's a situation where there's no doctor at the game but there's a nearby hospital or emergency department, that's another option for them as well. But I appreciate, you know, in a lot of countries, access to medical care is extremely difficult. If they don't have anything, um, you've still got a tool which gives you a way of suspecting the diagnosis and if you suspect it, take them out of play and let them settle down. And settle down means make sure there aren't any symptoms, including? Make sure they're recovering and not getting worse. If they're getting worse or the headache's getting worse, the symptoms are getting worse or they're deteriorating anyway, then you take them to a hospital, you take them to an emergency department as soon as practicable. And how does a parent know whether a child's fully recovered from um, concussion symptoms? It's, it's really um, the role of the medical assessment to go through that in detail. but. Um, in, in the SCAT um, and the concussion recognition tool, there's a list of 22 symptoms that are common in concussion. So you can read that list of symptoms and you can check with the athlete concerned about whether they've got any of them. But basically we'd like to see people completely asymptomatic um, before they return to sport. And part of the medical assessment process is to test that and make sure that they're truly recovered. But it is difficult for a parent it's difficult for an athlete themselves. Ideally, this needs to be done by a doctor or other healthcare professional. And just to help parents out, things like dizziness or lack of concentration, they are symptoms of a concussion, right? The person doesn't have to be knocked out. That's right. Um, headache is the, probably the most common symptom, which most people would have if they have a concussion. But dizziness or being a bit unsteady, difficulty thinking, concentration problems, being sensitive to ni- uh, noise or light, 
Um, some kids get nausea or vomit uh, um, with the concussion. Um, blurred vision, a whole range of things which can be really subtle. Often younger kids also get behavioural disturbance. They play up, they're not behaving properly and that can be another clue that there might, something might be going on. And it's important that kids get diagnosed properly because if they're off being sent to school and they're still not recovered then they're not capable of taking in new information which is an issue but also that concentration they need to do for school can impair their recovery at the same time. So they need to be assessed properly. That's the real take-home message. Thanks a lot, Paul. Thank you. For more information about this program and other BMJ Group podcasts, please visit bmj.com.